Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, Nikki here. I've literally just got off the radio with Talk Sport covering the Champions League group stage. And I just wanted to do a, a voice note for you guys right away because it's exciting, isn't it? We want to talk about the Champions League group stage and what it means to the Italian teams. I think it's hard not to want to talk about Milan and this is the absolute worst possible draw they could have had. I honestly don't uh, think it could have gone much worse for them. Uh, PSG, Borussia Dortmund and Newcastle. So off the bat, that is a horrendous sounding group. There's a four really big clubs. Newcastle, of course, the toughest team you could have got in group four, given their, their spend, their financial power coming to the situation out of group four feels, out of pot four, sorry, feels unfair, frankly. Um, but that's where Milan have landed. Now I'm going to give you the positive spin on this. I actually think that the top two teams in this group, PSG and Borussia Dortmund are probably about as vulnerable as they've been in a while. Uh, PSG, clearly undergoing um, a rebuilding season, a, a sort of starting over season. Willis Enrique, they've spent money, they've brought in some good players, but it is the start of uh, an, a new idea, a new project for this team, uh, saying goodbye to some of those pillars of the team, saying goodbye to Neymar, presumably uh, saying goodbye to Verratti. Um, and uh, and we've seen so far this season that they didn't start well. Uh, they didn't score a goal until Mbappe came off the bench in the second game. Now, with Mbappe in the starting lineup, they won the next game 3-1. So everything comes down to Mbappe, basically. There's still talk floating around that Madrid could come in and, and do a deal um, in the last day of the transfer window. I don't know when this will actually get uploaded. So uh, by the time you hear this, you might already know. I think it's not going to happen. I think it's unlikely, but... If Mbappe goes, I think they're very much for the taking. With Mbappe there, look, they're a team that's rebuilding, but that happens to have the best player in the world. I still think they're more vulnerable than they have been in a while. So I think they're beatable. They're probably still the group favourites, but they're beatable. So that's just saying that. Dortmund, I think Milan should expect to finish above. Dortmund without... Jude Bellingham, it's a huge, huge loss. Their early season form has not been particularly encouraging. I think Milan, with how they've hit the ground running in August, need to go into that in September and and want to attack it and and, and get ahead of Dortmund. Newcastle are going to be a tough one. Sandro Tonali coming back to San Siro. It's exciting and awful at the same time. I feel sorry for everyone. I feel sorry for the Milan fans. So, of course, I think he'll get a warm reception, honestly. I, I could be way off on that, but I would expect he'll he'll still get received well there. But... um. Yeah, you don't want to see him come back and then score against you, lead Newcastle past you and, and knock you out at the group stage. So uh, huge, huge um, monster draw um, in Group F. Uh, group F indeed, as I wrote on Twitter. Um, but 
The other Italian teams, I think, have come out of this pretty well. Uh, Napoli, of course, did draw Real Madrid, uh, which is the toughest draw you could have had in put in the the second pot. Uh, but I think the other two teams in that group are very beatable. Um, don't mean that to be too dismissive of Braga and Union Berlin. Union Berlin have started the season very, very well. If I was going to talk about wild cards in this draw, I think they could be one of them. Uh, they're clearly scoring heaps of goals at the moment um, under Urs Fischer. But I just think when you look talent for talent that team when you look at the fact that it is um this 32 year old uh, Kevin Barron's up front who's this journeyman who's at an odd point in his career where he suddenly started um being prolific I, I think that's a team that Napoli with all the quality they have I mean we are talking about this not because to be dis- uh, dismissive of Union Berlin I'm talking about this because of how good I know Napoli are and what they have they should be expecting to get past that so for them it should be a fight with Real Madrid for one or two um because if you've got Victor Osman in your team I think not going through the Champions League group stage is an unacceptable uh, level. So Rudy Garcia has very much got that to prove for me this season. Um, uh, Inter, I think, have also landed pretty well on their feet. Benfica, not the most daunting draw they could have had in the first pot. Obviously, they did knock them out of the Champions League last season. They have made some interesting signings. Uh, Benfica, some additions. A chance to see uh, Angel Di Maria back again um, already against the Serie A club. They signed Kochu from Feyenoord, Arja Cabral from Fiorentina. But I think... Again, we're not talking about are they a good team or a bad team. We're just comparing them to what else you could have had in pot one. I think Benfica was certainly not the most daunting team you could have faced in pot one. Uh, RB Salzburg and Real Sociedad competing the group. Again, um, it, it's not to be excessively dismissive of those teams. Salzburg are an interesting team who who spend their money well. Um, Sociedad obviously fourth in La Liga last season that they haven't started as well this time. These are good teams, but I think Inter as Champions League finals finalists last season should definitely be thinking they're going to get through that and finally Lazio I have very very low expectations for Lazio in general I think that they are not equipped right now to play in the Champions League I think they are not um off to a good start under Minutes Sadi. I think that Milinkovic Savic, as Mina and I have talked about, is this huge miss. I'm not certain that Gwenduzi, as much as my Arsenal heart loves him, is is a level of replacement that's going to make me think differently about that. But the group could have been worse, certainly. Um Feyenoord, I think, um after Ben well, as in I think they were the, I think about Feyenoord were the, the the weakest team in Pot One. I, I think they were uh, weaker than Benfica and those are the two that people were highlighting as the weaker teams in pot one um, this then not again total pushovers they went to Europa League quarterfinal last season they beat Roma in the first leg took them to extra time they've got a great manager in Arna Slot who um, of course was linked to Tottenham this summer but this is still a team that sold one of its best players Kochu to Benfica in fact as I just mentioned in the summer and that does not have uh, the level of resource of any of the other teams in, in pot one. So I'm not comparing them to Lazio here. I'm comparing them to pot one. And I think they were the weakest team in pot one. Comparing them to Lazio, I have more concerns because I'm not convinced about Lazio. All I'm saying is of the available draws, I think it was the best one that, um, that Lazio probably could have had at a pot one. Atletico, I expect will win this group. Um, we've seen Griezmann hitting his stride again this season already. Uh, we know it's Diego Simeone. I, I don't think it's the greatest Atletico Madrid team we've seen. Uh, in a while, I think they've got flaws. I think that defensively, they're not as robust as we imagine them to be. You're talking about a team starting Axel Witzel at 34 in defence with Stefan Savic. It's, it's not, 
it's not the Atletico Madrid you imagine, I don't think, that, that's unstoppable, or rather unstoppable, unbreakdownable. But you've still got Rodrigo de Paul in that team. You've still got Saul in that team. You've still got um, Griezmann scoring the goals. I, I expect them to win this group comfortably, to be honest with you. Celtic is the last team in this group with no more... Um, uh, Ange there. We'll see how they get on this season. I think Lazio could have done much worse. Unfortunately, I'm still not confident they get through because I'm just not very confident in Lazio. So I think they had a good draw. I think uh, Inter got a great draw. I think Napoli got a so-so draw. I love the idea. Ancelotti going back to Naples. I think that's going to be fun. I think that's going to be a, a big, two big event games in the group. And in some ways, maybe that's your ideal draw for a club like Napoli to get two big event games that will really test you where you can really see where you're at, where you can really um, test yourself against maybe the best team in Europe and, and give yourself those challenges, see what you learn from it, but also still feel reasonably confident of getting through the group. I think Napoli have to, if they're going to take themselves seriously with everything they've, they've gained and how they've grown uh, as league Winners coming into the Italian Serie A champions, they have to expect to be able to finish ahead of Braga and Union Berlin. So I think they could have done much, much worse. Um, as I said, Inter should get through Group D. Um, definitely, in my opinion, the strongest team in that group, frankly, even though they came out of Pot 2, I'd put them ahead of Benfica. Um, Milan, who knows? Um, for glamour, for drama, they've got brilliant, brilliant group. It's going to be without question the most entertaining group uh, to keep an eye on at the start of this tournament. I think it's the one everyone's going to be watching. Uh, you've got Liga, the Bundesliga, Serie A and the Premier League all in one group. You've got Kylian Mbappe, maybe the best player in the world. You've got um, San Siro. You've got uh, the Yellow Wall in Dortmund. You've got Newcastle back in the Champions League. You couldn't ask for much more in terms of the setting. But if you're a Milan fan who just wants to get through the group, you could have asked for a lot, lot kinder. It's going to be a really tough one. Um, but I'm looking forward to all these games. I'm sure you are too. That's just my first right off the end of the the, the call with talks about my first reactions to it all. All right, guys. Speak to you soon. Bye. Podcast Network.